Alright, so you saw people uh, French kissing on the streetcar yard. Yeah, I did. And, it and, was... and, you, and you became sexually aroused. I didn't want to. I was minding my own business. You obviously were not. Like, all right, get off your phone. Don't overshoot your stop. You know, they don't announce the stops or anything. You gotta- you overshoot your stop? Yeah, I don't wanna like end up- Yeah, I don't wanna end up in the cemeteries. That's where it ends up, right? Yeah. You end up in a cemetery. You, yeah, if you up, stay on it too long. A little bug flew into my water right uh -oh. away. That's, that's <laughs> good luck. <laughs> so, all right, so you were minding your own business. Uh, I was, uh, I was and, minding my own business. At, at least in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah. And yeah, until you start like creeping on these, these, this, this young couple in love. The girl is is all right looking. The guy is is pretty good looking. The guy's probably a little better looking than the girl. Nice, you know, seven to six to seven range, I'd say, on them. Average couple rating for attractiveness on the uh, classic one to ten. You say six to seven is the average. Yeah, they're like, you know, they're like. Would the average be five? No, I'm saying that they are. They were six to seven. You know okay. what I mean? Like nice breasts on the woman. Her clothes fit nice, that sort of thing. Face a little weird, but you know it didn't matter because they were, their faces were just just smushed on each other. She was kind of like semi sitting on his lap, like yeah. kind of closed legs across him, kind of, and they were just they were Frenching, man. And I, you know, I got excited. I had to text the group about it. No, no, I think you added a lot to it. It's kind of work group text, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of going in a weird direction anyway, and then... Uh, terrible, not that terrible, but just strange. It was bizarre. I was getting so many alerts, so I just thought, I, you know, clue everyone into what I was up and, to. And, and uh, so, yeah, so Joe uh, texted us all to tell us that he was aroused. I tried to take a picture, but I think they might have noticed that I, I, I was on to him. Sweeter than honey, any honey, all the honey ever could, he's the bread of... Can I ask you a question? Sure. I mean a question about dying. Wonder Dog, in that bread house you can ask any question that you want. Well, you know when your husband died? Mm-hmm. I really missed him. I missed him too. You did? Because they, they kind of immediately stopped because I like give him like a couple real good like yeah, like, <laughs> like, you know, like I looked at him, like, get it. Do you do one of those, like, uh, 90s sitcom, like, what? I wanted to save my voice for the show. I haven't uh, talked to anyone today, really. So. Yeah, great. So this, <laughs> this will be awesome. I woke up in an empty house uh, with a with a with a debilitated body. Jessica, she was in this uh, in this uh, bar adjacent to my house, and I stopped in to say hello. Yeah, and maybe uh, have a have a have a couple beers. And what I ended up doing was. Uh, Drinking like nine to ten beers and maybe doing like I don't know several shots of whiskey. All right. Uh, <laughs> until I don't really know what happened, but I know that like all the money I had in my pocket when I was in the bar the previous night still in my pocket. So I obviously all right. They just were like, ah, oh, we're getting here around, Mike. We're the best. Use a jolly good fellow. Yeah, it's great. I don't think it was like that though. I think I just because I remember I uh, just I got like this pain in my arm. Okay. I was assisted in my house. I figured if that happened, then like someone, uh, I did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I did something like apparently drunk, and they're like, "All right, just get him out of here. Still owes money, whatever. He comes here all the time." Oh wow! You don't know that that's not the situation yet. I'm pretty confident that's the situation. Oh okay. Is it good? Is it, I don't know. I mean, anyway, started like real lighthearted. Jessica was explaining to me the rules of poker. But you didn't know the rules of poker, really. I, I still don't know them. I know she knows them way better than I do. I. All I knew about poker was um, that it, you're allowed to lie. <laughs> seems, seems cool. Uh, hey, Ginger. Uh, uh, can I ask another question? Sure. You know when they put his body down in the, the ground? Yes. That bothers me. But Wonder Dog, the body is not any good anymore. It's not. It's starting to decay. You're kidding, like fall apart? Right. The body wasn't working and his spirit had left. It had? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Well, we all have a body and we have a spirit. You know, it's like my hand being inside of you. Yeah. All right, so we're two guys. 
don't even really know very much about poker. I think it's so strange to me that there's like professional poker players, mm -hmm. and uh, there are people who make like millions of dollars playing poker, and then there are people who don't make, they like lose all of their money playing poker, they never develop any sort of like wealth from it. And to me it just seems like it's purely chance. It's like, it's like chance and dishonesty. I feel there's no difference between those guys who are like making a life out of like losing their ass on poker or like, you know, being the man on poker. Like, you know, that kind of dedication to, to this game to like just lose your ass on it. I think yeah. that's just as cool is kind of what I'm saying as somebody who just like wins all the time and shit. I think it's kind of neat think, if someone's just cool like... If uh, someone like uh, loses but they don't give up, you know, they just... That, yeah, kind of. That's sort of awesome. They just keep like trucking along, like uh, their their wife leaves them. Oh yeah, okay, see I was in that, that's what I was gonna add. If they have a family, that sucks. Norm Macdonald was talking about his gambling addiction one time and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but like he like talks about being like last, down to his last thousand dollars and it's like, you know, what good is this thousand dollars anyway, you know what I mean? Just get rid of it. Like, it's not... There's, <laughs> like, no difference between zero and a thousand... Like, just do it. I don't know, I like that. As someone with no life savings, I find that kind of thinking comforting. That, like, you know, my, I'm losing my ass off on just being alive. And I, you know, I'm not even, like, play high-level poker, you know? <laughs> like, those dudes are, like, they're out there. Like, at least they get to play their game. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean... I bet they get, like, free, like, cocktail shrimp and stuff when they're, like, losing their ass off. Yeah, you get free cocktail shrimp at places like that, don't you? It's not like it's just, like... like, like I've never been to a casino. I don't have any memories of, like... I mean, I definitely never played, like, blackjack at a... What's the opinion? American Gothic that has the dogs? I thought it was, uh, <laughs> Starry Night. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm not... You know, it's an art podcast. So you're drinking a Bud Light Lime. I'm gonna have a... I'm gonna have a... I'm gonna have a... Both have the same amount of alcohol in them. Uh, I, I like it when they show the ingredients on the label, like on like Lay's potato chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like the salt and vinegar chips. It's like a like a little pile of salt and like a beaker of vinegar. Yeah, I really like that. I've always thought that salt and vinegar chips, like regular chips, have salt on them anyway. Right. So can you just call salt and vinegar chips vinegar chips? You gotta put something else in the name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just not one of those foods that like can hang on its own as like a flavor concept. Yeah. Like marketing wise. You know, I'm sure, you know, like if a little vinegar on a salad is like magnificent, I wouldn't know. You know what I think is really good is arugula. I've got I some arugula, arugula in the fridge right now. You want you want to break out the arugula, bro? Just eating just some straight arugula? When I take my hand out of you, I'm dead. <laughs> well, that's that's the way it is. You gotta run home when your daddy calls. There's food on the table and there's plenty for all. There's mashed potatoes and cold iced tea. And kids come running home free. Home free, home free. We are going home free. I think it's anything like if anti if like anti-vax people can exist, I'm sure and like people can think the earth is flat. I'm sure you're gonna get like first cousin people who are like, first cousins are just hot and you should marry them. This is so stupid. Why can't you just be with your hot cousin? They know you so good. Their bodies are perfect. You know, and, and, you know, and I just, you know, there's definitely gonna be that like, you know, there's always whatever is like an outmoded idea for so long, it always has to make some fringe comeback. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll get that. And I'm, I'm all for it. I can't wait. Like there's like one celebrity who's like married to their cousin. Like look how great we are. Albert Einstein was married to his first cousin. And he's the smartest man that ever lived. I don't know if he was the smartest guy ever. but I had to be. It's hard Number to think one. of someone smarter really. He's the Mona Lisa of smart dude. Well, Mona Lisa <laughs> was made by Leonardo da Vinci. Who before Albert Einstein was probably the smartest person ever. That, that was the OG. Passed it on. I think, you think Benjamin Franklin, if he knew about Albert Einstein, would be like disappointed? Cause like, he was like, hey, I'm the new Da Vinci. Yeah! That was his, that was his whole hang up. That was his whole like, <laughs> neurosis. He was like, I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> Where does Thomas Edison fall in the mix here? Old, old Tommy Edison. Thomas Edison, you know, he gets, I feel like, in some ways, Thomas Edison 
He's gotten a lot of flack lately for ripping off a bunch of people. Yeah, that's like the new narrative. I love it when narratives change on people, you know what I mean? But I, I saw a photo of Ahmad Rashad's wedding, and this groomsmen were O.J. Simpson and Bill Cosby. And it's, you know, and it makes sense. He's a football player marrying someone on the Cosby show. Of course those be his grooms, his groomsmen, but wow, that doesn't age well at all. You know, it's so strange. I feel like people who are my age now, that I, or the age that I was during the AJ Simpson trial, mm -hmm. are never gonna like understand Bill Cosby the way that I understood Bill Cosby before all this happened. Like, okay. because like OJ Simpson, I can't relate to a world where he was like, where he was, where he was like a, considered to be a, a, a beloved icon. I was born in 1982. <laughs> yeah. I totally remember him being like a great guy. Yeah. Hurts commercials, hilarious dude from Naked Gun, the best. Right, right, right. He was the man. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I was just born. I was like, I was like four years old yeah. when, he, when he cut that woman's head off. Yeah. I, <laughs> Savagely, and the guy who happened to be there too. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Yeah. O.J. Simpson allegedly is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was never convicted, I guess. Yeah. So. He, he, is a, he is a convicted uh, sports memorabilia shop thief. Yeah, that's <laughs> which is worse. It's worse. Why? Because it was his stuff mostly that he was he, trying to steal and it anyway. It belongs to someone else. <laughs> All right, it belongs to someone else, but it used to be his stuff. Yeah. He just he just had to like pawn a bunch of his shit because he he murdered his wife. <laughs> yeah. And everyone hated him for it. He had to, he had to like that's make money some point. kind of way. He wasn't get he wasn't like getting those. Ad deals anymore? He wasn't. He wasn't like uh, on Sports Center. <laughs> like he, 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 had to, he got to make a living. He's got like a Heisman Trophy laying around. He, he got out again, right? He's like out again. Yeah, OJ Simpson out again. Uh, welcome back to the world, OJ. For sure. Uh, he did his time. You know, I feel like we shouldn't give him shit about it. Absolutely. <laughs> Love to have him on. He would be a great guest. He would be. I would like, uh, like maybe security guard. I want to feel comfortable in a room. You don't think he'd be murdered? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he would. <laughs> How often do you think that he's overcome by the bloodlust that boils inside his dark soul? Listen, I don't think O.J. Simpson is like is like a, is like a regular psychopath. I will say that. I feel like. Oh. I feel he like has a motivation. Yeah. Right. I, it was I not agree. like he just yeah. So like, but I would be nervous. Well, like, I used to fuck him in the nineties. <laughs> So if he saw me doing this podcast, he'd be furious. No, but he, he would really hate you. No, but all I'm, all I'm saying is, if like if OJ Simpson's on the podcast, I feel like all I would want to do is talk about that uh, horrible murder that he did. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like he would get upset, and I feel like he might stab me. Did you ever have a bad dream? You know, after my daddy died, I had a terrible dream. What was it? I couldn't tell what it was about. It was just kind of a pulley, awful, ugly feeling. And I would have it over and over. You know, weeds, they come up and we have to pull them out. Yeah. And we take them out. You know, we could stick them in here yeah. and remind and that'd remind you that sometimes weeds get in our heart and we have to pull them out. And they mess up a bouquet. Uh, yeah, Michael Jordan, star of both basketball and for a brief period minor league baseball while he was secretly serving out an NBA suspension for gambling. A theory I have, not necessarily true. But, you know, I, I think he was serving out a suspension for gambling. He had no choice. But, like, no, he, he just wanted to take, he wanted to play minor league baseball as a choice. I'm sure he, I'm sure he, I'm sure he chose to make a lot less money being just absolute trash at a sport on a way lower level than even, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. than he could ever imagine being, you know, at that point in his career. I'm sure he did that like on purpose. Uh, right, right, like, right. Not because he was suspended from the NBA secretly for gambling. Well, supposedly, <laughs> if you believe the uh, Space Jam narrative, he just did it, what, for like the love of the game or something? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, what a, what a cover-up. How naive, I feel, would you have to be to believe that Michael Jordan wanted to play minor league baseball at the peak of his basketball career? You know what I mean? Like, like wow, he's so eccentric. What a weirdo. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> also, Stevie Wonder can see. Did you know that? Did you know that Stevie Wonder's never been blind? 
Do you think Michael Jordan ever really played basketball in his entire, like... Yeah. I mean, baseball, baseball. Like, oh, like before that? Yeah, like he obviously, his main concentration was basketball. He wasn't like... Oh, like when did he have time to even think about a, like, a ball being pitched at him? Right, you can't... Like, like baseball is a sport, like... It's one of the most complicated sports to play in, like, sure. in, like, in like a non-official capacity because there's like... There's so many positions. You can play basketball with two people. You can play basketball by yourself, really. Absolutely. There's no pickup baseball right. at all. Pickup baseball. You need at least like. <laughs> you need so many. People. You need at least like twelve people. That's why softball leagues exist. It's like this is the bare minimum of people yeah, to yeah, play yeah. a baseball-ish game. Right. Like this is why it's so popular. It's very hard to coordinate outside of a league setting. There's yeah. not a lot of casual. Hey, let's play. Let's get like eleven people together. Let's go. Play some baseball. Doesn't happen. I, I I agree. Like when when was he doing that? It might have been the first time he ever played baseball outside of high school. <laughs> you know, I, it could have been. It could have been. Did I he mean, do it in college? When? I I was uh I was briefly on the high school track team. Oh okay. I got recruited. They they saw you running. No. <laughs> if they saw me running, they wouldn't have recruited me. Oh, I thought they like they're like they're like what's that blur? Stop him. <laughs> Like, uh, it was actually a teacher, it was never a teacher that I even had. He was like a special needs teacher or something, but he was like, uh, he would just like see me around. And, uh... He was special needs or he taught special needs? He taught special needs. Okay. He was, uh, seemingly, uh, healthy mental. Did not know how progressive the hiring was at your school. I mean, alright. <laughs> if you... I didn't know. That's all. I don't assume. I think if there's a... I, I think if you've got special needs, you shouldn't be a teacher. I... I Whoa! <laughs> What? <laughs> I think that I think you can do whatever you I know want, that's no matter who you are. Listen, by all the right. Way. So if you can, that's amazing, and you right. should. Thank but you. if you do have Down syndrome or something, it's like, how would it even work? Dude, I mean, I just I don't. I, I know this is like a really I, hot take, but like I, I just I, don't I'm understand how you can. And I, I see everyone's hearts warming and they're learning. I, feel I like, love it. I feel like I it would be it. more like heartwarming than it would be like. Learn about algebra-ish. I think you know you, what I mean. Like, <laughs> I think you could get like you know a C minus teaching job, but if it's like A plus heartwarming, I think you gotta go for it. You know. But we're not even talking about a C minus teaching job, really. Like, you know, I, like, I guarantee you. You're talking you about like, like 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 a, like a low F, like twenty two percent or something. C minus. Like, I, 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 no, you you can't. What what? Like, like I just I just I, I don't see it. That. Like like someone who can barely C minus is bad. C minus is passing. I'm saying like and something that's what I think. something that's like close to zero. <laughs> no. Because listen, I'm not saying seventy. Listen, <laughs> listen. I uh, listen. I I I'm not I'm not saying I'm not trying to say I'm like no no I get it I like bigoted or anything. But I just I just don't I just don't see how it would work. Like, people with, like, Down syndrome, for example, they can barely speak by and large. Do you ever feel sad? Sure. When kids make fun of me, you don't think it feels good, not it? Why would kids make fun of you? Because I talk funny. Well, are you just pretending? No, I've learned this way. You can't talk like we do? I can't. I'm trying and I'm trying. I can't. I, yeah, like, school was always something I was just, like, waiting out the entire time I was there. Oh like, god, oh my god, I can't wait until I never have to do this again, you know? Just like, but, uh... <laughs> doodles and being horny. That's what it's like, all of us, like, I'm doodling and I'm horny and I'm gonna go home and sleep. Rinse and repeat, you know? Mom's gonna scream all night, you know what I mean? Like, that's cool, can't wait. But then, but then, but then some people, they get, they get degrees from the Harvard School of Medicine. That's right. Those people who didn't have to come to a house full of screams. Well, you know, they say like the first 17 years of your adult life are just like getting ready. Just getting ready to podcast, you know? Getting ready to podcast. See, I'm 28, so I only waited 10 years, but I feel like I'm like, I'm not as experienced enough in life to really host a podcast. Well, that's what I'm here for, teaching. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like you're, you're like mentoring me. Yeah, thanks. In, in the world of uh, just like, just like uh, chatting about shit. You know, there was a girl who I went to high school with. Uh-huh. Who uh, did pornography? She uh, did um, extremely low budget, uh, like camcorder porn. But it was like 
sort of gonzo style pornography oh. where it's just like just like they're like homemade like just like fucking on camera it was like there was like a storyline it was like so it's oh. like real like cinematic style porn but it's shot in like really grainy like extremely low quality uh production value i would love to write one and, <laughs> and uh she only did a few and it got like around town she didn't use her real name obviously i don't oh, yeah. feel comfortable necessarily saying like your point oh yeah, yeah you don't but like that. but like uh just tweet it out it later. just it got around town though i like everybody knew what about was it the town? From, like a small town uh grove city pennsylvania there we go but the porn company was based out of erie pennsylvania which is uh, one of the sketchiest places on the planet and um, not a place I knew there was like a central sort of pornographic hub. I um, realized that Erie, Pennsylvania had like a, you know, like, oh yeah, they're putting out some stuff. Well, you know, I mean, they have like microbreweries too. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, it, it goes hand in hand. You know? Okay, wait, is there a porno scene you think in New Orleans? Probably there's Oh, a, yeah, definitely. There's definitely like a lot of, I, I don't know anything about it. I feel we know people who are sex workers that might be regulars at the uh, at the factory, but I don't know if they're doing adult films that I can like watch. <laughs> like, let's say like maybe that I would enjoy in my spare time if I had a link. But no, I know they're like, uh, you know, they're like a few people come in who definitely have done some- Something! I mean, they, they, Somebody's they, done something. They've told me to my face. Yeah, absolutely. I've so had this like, conversation. I, yeah, so not, again, not gonna name check anyone, but yes, I've had you know uh, people talk about that. Hey, people really open up to us in that short window of time that we are we're around them. Yeah, for like the twenty seconds that we talk to them, they really can tell us some like eye-opening things about their entire lives. Yeah, I feel like it's <laughs> like we're like an emotional garbage can. You know, it's like I want to throw away this thing about me real quick. Just gonna throw it at a person. That's what it is too. It's not necessarily like we're not there to like really like share in an experience. We're there to just absorb terrible things that they don't want to deal with. Do you know why the skeleton crossed the road? Mm, I don't know. Because uh, there weren't any dinosaurs. To get to the body shop. Okay, well, it seems to me that the skeleton should be looking for a body shop in heaven. Brain surgery's up there. Brain I, surgery? They don't even really know how, how the brain works. No, but, you know. <laughs> but they, just know they just know that if they fuck it up, you're going to die or be disabled. Uh, brain surgery is more scary to me than heart surgery because, like, don't you have to kind of be, like, a small amount of, like, sort of awake? There's, like, there's, like, <laughs> they're just, like, straight up opening your head. I don't want any of these. Like, I hope if I have, like, a, a brain thing, they're like, hey, your brain's messed up. But don't worry, it's too far gone for surgery. Like, don't worry. I would be fine with that. I would yeah, be like, oh, oh shit. I'll, I'll die. That's fine. Yeah, I'm like, it's like, it is so bad up in there. Uh, you got, like, a four-month go-see-Paris kind of situation. Where do you go? Not Paris. I don't know. Maybe, like, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I probably nowhere. <laughs> can, you, can you get... Real small on a bed for us, and maybe someone will take a shitty picture of you for like internet points uh, on your last day alive. You know, like yeah. I hate it when people do that. When Don't people, do like, that. Take Stop a taking... selfie with someone who's like mostly uncut, like <laughs> unconscious, like just with oxygen tubes. That's so disrespectful. Graham Graham's last day on earth. Like, leave her alone. Why are you taking a selfie with Graham Graham when the fucking Grim Reaper is like in the fucking room, like licking his chops? You can do whatever you want with your body. You can get it tattooed. You can cut off your own fingers. You can. There's, it's not against the law to cut off your own fingers. You can do anything, but if you want to die, you can't do that. Or if you, you right, yeah, or no. if you do, it's like it's like worse than anything. It's like considered <laughs> to be like such a cowardly, selfish thing. Yeah, you're such a fucking puss, puss. Like the Kevorkian thing. Yeah. Like if it's like just a pain in the ass to be alive. You yeah. can barely breathe. I, I was just in and out of a courtroom. You're. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm just trying to do my job. They keep bringing me to court. And it's it's not even it's not even like. <laughs> And it's not even like, well, he's killing people. It's not even like you, you can like, wanted it. you can like take someone off life support or something, or you can like not resuscitate someone. It wasn't even that. It was like, I have got a disease. It's not necessarily a terminal illness, but I can't do anything, and I'm yeah. always bitchy. And just <laughs> please like stop living. And Kevorkian was like, all right, I see the point. And you want like like a peaceful like not like. There's plenty of ways to yeah. kill yourself if you want to die in a sea of chaos. Yeah.
We got some folks here tonight. Well, now listen, folks, from where you are. Want to know just who we are? We're the OKR Free from OKC. We're the OKR Free, just listen to me. Well, we'll play and sing and do our best. Then we play what you request. We're the OKR Free from OKC. Country picking and singing, you're about to see. Are you ready? They want like a peaceful when I die in my sleep, whatever. Like obviously, if you don't care about that and you got a little wild side, headbutt a cop. Maybe like a fucking box cutter in each hand, you know? Let's get crazy. Now this is no longer an alluring fantasy. <laughs> You've injected the right amount of reality into it. This is no longer appealing. Thank you. You can believe anything, and there's it's evidence for it. You know, like and some of the evidence might be totally bunk. But there's like, there's like data. Thank you. <laughs> everyone can experience their own world. Uh, I feel like, <laughs> like becoming a free thinker, question everything. Yeah. And it's sort of like, well, about a couple things don't. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> I mean, there are reasons, like, all right, so you question, you question uh, Sandy Hook. I did. Did that happen? Facetiously. All right. Yes, it did. Let's look at the evidence. Uh, where did all those kids go? God damn it! Why, yeah. why, why are there like bullet holes all throughout the walls? Where know? did those kids go? Like, what? Why? <laughs> why, why? It's really a great question. Why did that? Why did that? Like, why did that twenty-year-old shoot himself in the head? Why was he so heavily armed? If you take that data into consideration, the conclusion is the guy, the funny face-looking guy, who's like really one of the funnier face-looking shooters. For sure. Yeah, he looked like a like kind of like Toad, that like mushroom character from Mario. Yeah, for sure. What a clinical, <laughs> cold description of one of the most beloved characters in like video game history. The evidence suggests that the shooting happened as reported. <laughs> for sure. Uh, now there's some guesswork involved. There were very few witnesses who actually survived. <laughs> we'll never so, really know. So we won't know the specifics necessarily, but the evidence would like most of the surviving witnesses and the father of this kid, I forget his name. I shouldn't even dignify his name. His father said it would <laughs> perhaps have been better if his son was never born. So I don't know, I believe it happened. Uh, you know what? And he ain't, he ain't wrong. And I'm gonna here's a little hot take for everybody. If you shoot up a school, fuck you. I hate to say it, man. You go fuck yourself. If you could go back in time to uh, when when that when that shooter was in second grade, would you go into his school and shoot him in his classroom? I would shoot him right in the <laughs> fucking face. Uh, you know what? And I'd rot in jail knowing that I was I was a hero. Well, how do you feel about uh, uh, John Hinckley? He's been uh, released from the from the Nutcracker Nutcracker House. I, I'll tell you something. Uh, are you familiar? Is that, is that offensive? The Nutcracker House? Not at all. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, are you familiar with the band The Crucifix? The Crucifix, no. Okay, they're an 80s punk band, and they had a song called Hinkley Had a Vision. Alright. And I feel... <laughs> I feel like he did. I feel like, you know... He had a narrative. I mean, he, like, I feel like, you know, we don't he know. He had a motivation. He... Like, Jody Foster yeah, we... <laughs> was really great in that movie. <laughs> but who wanted, wanted to impress her? I mean... Watch the fucking movie and uh, which one is it again that he's here? Uh, Taxi Driver. You saw her in Taxi Driver when she was four years old. <laughs> and you know, she fell in love. We all played did. a four year old hooker. <laughs> four year old hooker. It's hard to, it's hard to like keep in mind how controversial that movie really is. It's like, oh, right? <laughs> I mean, she was a four year old hooker, but she was like, no, 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 no. Like a 14 year old hooker. Yeah. It oh, was... yeah. And that's like, yeah, that's <laughs> nearly, I mean, it's all. It's bad for a while, you know what I mean? Being a sex worker in this country is bad even if you're in your 20s. Yeah. So imagine a 14-year-old getting caught up in that in the 70s. <laughs> Seems like that's a really bad situation they're in, you know? Now I lay me down to sleep. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I pray, O oh Lord, my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake. I pray, O oh Lord, my soul, you will Yeah. <laughs>
And then, <laughs> on top of that, <laughs> and the end of the, the end of the film, she witnesses uh, the only person who showed her any amount of humanity, who also was a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but was but was, but was uh, really uh, tr- was trying to help her. Yeah. Um, just massacres an entire building full of people right in front of her. <laughs> just. <laughs> In order to help her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great movie. It was a good movie. And then, you know, the guy who shot the president. Yeah. <laughs> so he was watching that and he's like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All those guys who, like, had these, like, long origin stories before they, like, shot someone famous. Yeah. Like, those guys are so, like, Mark David Chapman. Mark David Chapman? Yeah, he's the one who shot at, uh, fucking London, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, what's, like... <laughs> and uh, was it Catcher in the Rye? Yeah, Catcher in the Rye. I read uh, Catcher in the Rye uh, repeatedly. It's an inspiration to... Well, he he was against the phonies. Fuck the phonies. Fuck the phonies. And he, John Lennon, he decided it was like the biggest phony in the world, which maybe he wasn't wrong. But he... <laughs> Who's to say? Like, I mean, I mean, John Lennon is, uh, is, uh, is, a, is a notable hypocrite. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you really gotta kill a guy. No, <laughs> that's not the way you handle that. No, you just you just like uh, say, uh, hey, you're a hypocrite. You know, that's yeah, people like hypocrites. <laughs> maybe maybe like smack them upside the head or something if they're like. That might be know. too far, but I get it. Like if it boiled over to that point for you, you know. But it should at least be someone that you know doing it. For sure. Like a complete stranger just shooting you like five times. It sucks. <laughs> like in front of your wife too. Like in front of like in like all sorts of people on the street. All these like Beatles fans. It's like assembled around his house all the time. Or that apartment building all the time. Would you say that's the day that Beatlemania died? Um, I'd say that's the that's the real Beatlemania started. <laughs> Touche. I mean, I can't argue that. You know, I feel like it's only up for them since then. Box sets. You know, they can't write any music, which is the worst thing an artist can do. After a certain point, you really want them to stop. Music is like that, but like nothing else is like that. Just music. Like that's really weird. That like you, you like no one is like that, that great. What do you think? People are like, oh, Woody Allen make another weird movie with Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. I mean, he's he's made some like uh, he's made some good movies in recent years. Like Midnight in Paris was pretty good. All right, all right. I was thinking Match Point was pretty good. I like Match Point. Um, I actually did enjoy Match Point. For but, a movie about tennis, I had a great time. But uh, yeah, Woody Allen does have a lot of like filler, but he makes so many movies. He's made like over 60 films, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like so, some of them are going to suck. He's not even trying to make them good, he's just trying to make them. He's just trying to and, make like, them. And some of them end up being good. Yeah, um, kind of like Goosebumps, you know? You just like pound out Goosebumps. He, was always, he always kind of struck me as like... Uh, like he like cornered the market on like uh like it was right around the time he started coming out that like Stephen King was like really pop like I've been he's still really popular but he was like releasing like a lot of like really big books and there was like a buzz on the street about Stephen King and stuff and he's like ooh I'm gonna write Stephen King books for kids yeah but it's so smart and he he pumped them out with the same kind of like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. fury that Stephen King which is like shit out book after book after book. <laughs> Arnold Stein was also just like, ah, it doesn't matter if it's good, just finish it, you know? Right, right, I right. wish that I could create, and maybe we are now, but I wish I could create with that kind of um, disregard for quality and that sort of like focus on quantity. Right. I find that to be that's, so fascinating. You're gonna get something at some point. But that's really important too, because if you don't really care how good it is, yeah. If you can you you really like it. free yourself to like actually like find stuff, you know, actually discover good things and uh, like starting a podcast before you have a format for it, right? <laughs> Just do it. Just and, <laughs> you know, is it is it a good idea? I don't know. No, maybe not, but maybe. But it at least is. you do something. You know? At least you're doing something. You get like you get like so like paralyzed by the feeling of like I, I just it's gonna suck anyway. I hate that. Yeah, I really don't like that, and that's just. Uh, but it's also dominated my entire life as a creative person. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's it's everything. It's the, it is the plague that has like yeah. destroyed me. It made me uh, a wimp. Yeah. It's like a real wimp, just not really living his best life. It's a completely meaningless uh, emotion, you know. Yeah, and like, what am I like afraid of? Something to be like, 
I don't like it. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> what happens next? Yeah, in effect, you just say like, all right. All right, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't seem that bad, but like, I guess maybe it's apathy. That is like the real scary one, because like I mean I got a yeah, whole life. No one cares. Yeah, just like I just like I just like I show up and nobody. It is interesting, just the fucking indifference of nature. That's the yeah. <laughs> like, <you're>, like <laughs> as it becomes easier and easier to to like create things. And there's more and more options. Like apathy is gonna be the fucking stock response to most art. I mean, it's 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 the it's our fate anyway. Like the sun's just gonna burn out. Oh man, I wish, you know, I had done this, I wish I had done that. And no, I never think about anything like that. I really don't. Really? I don't, I don't, like, regret stuff that way, because, I don't know, most, most stuff is so annoying. You know what's weird about, like, American history? Is, like, the founding of America, mm -hmm. um, I never remembered, like, hearing in school, like, all the stories about, uh, like, John Adams, like, negotiating with, like, the King of France, or, like, uh... <laughs> Or like Thomas Jefferson and James Madison, like basically coming up with the idea of a democratic country. Um, I just heard like stories about like George Washington being honest. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're just trying to weave in like some morality tales, you know, while they're, uh, you know, <laughs> I think it's like the only way you can like teach that in school, <laughs> like what, you know, instead of being like. Hey guys, so here's how your shitty actions negatively affect your community. Like little kids can't like digest that. Right. So you gotta do these like little fables starring all the guys from their history books. It's like, you know, you gotta use real ones. You can't like use like Santa Claus or like uh, the G.I. Joe people. No, you could. You, I, that's how I learned it. That's how they did it in English class. What? <laughs> with, like, with like fictional stories. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like English class, yeah, you're reading books and it's like, hey, like, you know, Lord of the Flies, don't do that if shit hits the fan. <laughs> you know, I was like, no, I guess we should avoid that. <laughs> you know. But you're definitely going to. Everyone's going to. Everyone's going to what? Just create like a crazy like power structure and like all semblance of civilization falls away really quick. Oh yeah, it's going to be Lord of the Flies no matter what. <laughs> that's, was, that's what happens every time. It was a trailer. Get somewhere. Lord of the Flies is like a trailer for how bad it's going to be when you're 55. I mean, you have like no skills and you're wearing like a loincloth. The athletic people are the first ones to really just run over you. Well, you know, it's yeah, it's kind of funny to think that like um, if if there isn't like one of these like huge events, right? Like, Supermassive volcano, asteroid, like in our lifetime, nuclear war. Because I feel these are like inevitable, but not necessarily <laughs> yeah, something so, that we'll so. experience firsthand. But, I, I honestly feel like one of those things you said will for sure definitely happen to. This world. I don't know if I'm going to be alive for it. I feel like, well, the volcano is going to have to happen. There's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> that is in the pipeline. The nuclear war, hopefully it doesn't happen, but... Like, I would love for it to not, but uh, it's getting a lot closer. It seems to like someone's... Well, it's what worries me about nuclear weapons is that so many other countries are getting them. Yeah, and right? I feel like uh, the reasons why like the Russians and the British and the French and the Americans got nuclear weapons, they were all kind of like playing the same game. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, China got nuclear weapons, and everyone was like, ooh. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, uh, like Pakistan got nuclear weapons, and they were like, ah, that's not, that's... <laughs> and then India got nuclear weapons, because Pakistan did. It's like, ooh, that's an arms race. <laughs> and then Israel got nuclear weapons, uh, allegedly. <laughs> and it's like, ah, that's an extremely hostile part of the world. Yeah. And then North Korea got nuclear weapons, and it's like, ah! This is nuts. And now Iran might get nuclear weapons because of this, like, uh, ending of this, like, agreement. Yeah. Which is, like, I'm just saying... I'm glad we got out of that. I don't want this to sound, like, first-worldy, sort of, like, racist or something, but I feel, like, so much more comfortable with the original <laughs> countries having that have nuclear weapons to, like, have <laughs> nuclear weapons. Oh, guys. No, I mean... I love the original Nuclear Boys lineup. I hate the new Nuclear Boys. No, because, I mean, there's, like, there's like so much... They've talked about it a lot, you know? I feel like they have nuclear weapons for the reason to not use them. Right, right. I don't know what the motivations of like other the, people... They're all, like, a fail-safe. Like, hey, don't... We're gonna... You know, this is to make sure Armageddon <laughs> doesn't happen. But right. now everybody has it, and everyone's like, who's going to start Armageddon? Yeah, I mean, I think there's just, like, too many countries getting them. I really think 
That should be less than five, and now it's like almost ten. I guarantee you, <laughs> somebody who could have had a conversation today about nuking the fuck out of somebody. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they talked about, like, not now. Well, like, oh, baby, are we going to nuke the fucking shit out of X? Whoever it is, it's bad. Would you welcome to the stage, Mr. Butch and Ben McCain. Thank you, Robin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Oklahoma Opry. Oh, it's good to see you. This is my favorite and only brother, Butch, and I'm Ben. Don't they look great? Oh, yes, I indeed. I think they lost some weight, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a nightmare last night. You ever think sometimes uh, about the fact that we're basically, like, fucking chimps? Yeah. And we've, like, just, like, figured out a way how to, like, how to, like, blow up a... Basically, just, like, <laughs> just, to, like, do what the sun does. And, and, like, use it enough to, like, weaponize, like, well, a single bomb to destroy an entire city of millions of people. You ever get into, like, the theory that, like, uh, like aliens, like, help design the, the pyramids and shit? Yeah, I think that's the truth. I don't know. I mean, those pyramids... Well, like, every, every couple months I look this up again because I just... It's just, I feel like it's like important perspective to have, like how fucking old the pyramids are compared to like everything else. They think yeah. it's really old. Like it's like, like uh, they were built like three thousand years before the city of Rome was founded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> like it's that was so fucking and like it took so long to be capable of that sort of engineering again. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like, it's like there's, there's such a wide gap. See, like stuff like that, I'm super open to, but I feel like it's like a open and shut case that the the Earth is round. You know? Yeah. You're just like shut it down. It's fucking round. But like, oh, aliens build pyramids? Like, yeah, probably. I mean, that I think is actually uh, is possible. The the yeah. the, the, the uh, Earth being flat is a uh, not true. I feel like that's pretty <laughs> confirmed. Um, uh, do I think a 19-year-old Stevie Wonder watched the completely phony moon landing on TV with his working eyeballs in 1969? Yes. Yeah. I do. I think Stevie was like, this is great. I believe this. It's not real, Stevie. But you saw it because you're not fucking blind, right? But he's blind. He's not. What? He's blind. He's not blind. I said this already. He's not blind. I thought you were being facetious. No, no. This, dude's, this dude can see. How do you know that? He catches a microphone stand in a video. <laughs> okay? It's falling at him, and he catches it with one hand. Maybe you can hear There's it in the air. There's a picture of him taking a picture. <laughs> okay? How does that work? What's well, he what's seeing? The, what's, what's he taking that picture for? Maybe he doesn't know it's a camera, and he's just like, what is this? Oh, it's got a button. No way. He's <laughs> taking a photo for his records. I don't know, whatever. There's other things. I was going to look into it. I, what's the point, though? What, what are you going to do with this ruse? Just to... Sell records. His music listen, is listen. good anyway. Like, he probably would have been... I agree he didn't anyway. need it. I agree he didn't need to do all that. But it was a different time. They weren't ready for, like... Like, like musicians you could see? <laughs> they had to think bad about him in some way, so he wasn't a threat. Because yeah. that guy with vision, fuck, fuck off, he's going to take over the whole world. That voice. And eyes that work? They wouldn't have let that happen. Oh, but he's like a helpless blind guy with the voice of a, of a, <laughs> of a fucking angel. Wait, 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 you can't uh, see if you're listening. Is when, we were, when we were talking about this blind, we were just like pantomiming, just like holding our hands out. Like, where That's what voice are to me. Because uh, <laughs> again, I have a very narrow frame of reference for the life experience. Yeah. <laughs> I know almost nothing about adversity. Yeah. Of any sort. And I'm losing my voice, so maybe I'm not so different after all. <laughs> well, another person, the great uh, Ray Charles. Yeah, another. That guy was blind. Yeah. Well, he, was, he, he wasn't even, like, born blind. He had, like, some sort of disease yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he actually got blind. Mm hmm. <laughs> and, but, and that's a real shitty move on Stevie's part. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, Ray Charles is out there wishing he could see you, and Stevie Wonder's like, oh, what's, what's vision? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, I've never even seen anything. 
You yeah, know what? Well, that makes sense too because like the Ray Charles, he would you know dress up nice, but it's it like plain. You know, like Stevie Wonder really wore like extravagant, colorful stuff. Mm-hmm. But he can't see. Then he picked out. <laughs> you know, you. Right, you're really over this, but I. <laughs> But anyway, I, 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 uh, you gotta watch him catch that mic stand. It's unbelievable. But, but Ray Charles, <laughs> one thing, he went blind. He wasn't born blind, but he went blind when he was a child. Right. Uh, so um, before he ever did heroin. Uh, <laughs> one thing I don't think Ray Charles it, it gets enough credit for is being a being like an, an intravenous, you know, oh, like a prolific user. intravenous drug user. But being blind, I mean, I think that's impressive. Oh. Ha! <laughs> I don't know. You didn't have like a like an intern injecting him. I probably had like people, but I don't know. It, it seems it seems like it's kind of hard to like get drugs. Do you get drugs for him. think it was someone's job? Because you know that the veins on the arm, you know, they, they become unusable after a certain amount of time. Right? Was it someone's job to inject Ray Charles with heroin through his penis? Do you think that was someone's job? Yeah, penis. There are other places you could go. Well, nah, it's fun. I don't know. Probably would be there. I mean, I bet it's great riding the dick. Um, I've never done heroin like that, but if I ever did, it would be definitely a needle straight to the cock. So, would you uh, turn get the belt around the Around my penis? balls. Yeah, you do like, um, that. yeah, that like when you put a, you know when you put a hair tie around your balls because you don't want to come? It's, it's the same thing. You do that first, and then it's like, whoop, right in the dick. Hmm. And you feel, I, I'd imagine like a million bucks. I've never done heroin. Um, um, I'm, I'm hoping that we are afforded the luxury of, of one of us having a heroin problem eventually. I, yeah, I've smoked heroin once. That was as close as I got, but I... Yeah, that way is pretty cool, I hear. I don't know, it's kind of boring. I always found that uh, downers were a little bit boring. You don't like downers? Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, it just, you feel like a mild, uh, euphoria, but, uh... Which is, I mean... I don't know, It's so rare. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but you can't really do anything. You just, like, sit oh, very well, still. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm not about doing anything most get, of the time. I just get bored, I don't know. You ever do ketamine? No, I've been offered it recently as hell, <laughs> I've, I've turned it down every time. You want to, like, time and place it, because ketamine is a really weird drug. I've only been offered it, like... Very inopportune times. It's yeah, like, like, hey, I hear you're gonna be working for the next eight hours. Would you like to do that? Hot oh yeah, you're ketamine? about to work eight hours. You want to take some ketamine? So like, no, I'd rather not. Ketamine will uh, cause you to not be able to make eye contact with yourself in a mirror. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like uh, you'll forget what numbers are. It's really? Not, it's not like what they are conceptually or the order. Well, it basically, it, like disassociative drugs are really uh, unique in the sense that uh, you. Yeah, I guess I just you don't kind do of drugs like, that You way. kind of like lose like, uh, yeah, you, like there's kind of a drop off of like a conceptual like, sort of like the made up reality. Okay, yeah. And yeah. You're like, just, and you're just like kind of like looking around and taking everything for what it is. Cool. Which is interesting, but it also is kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I played chess uh, high on ketamine one time and uh, I can't remember who... <laughs> it was really, it was, it was, it took a really long time. I don't think we finished the game. Oh. It took us like, we'd have to like really concentrate to remember like what piece, how each piece moved. But we couldn't really speak to each other. I just, I was having that problem. I assumed the other guy was having the same problem. I love uh, that that was the application. Like now let's get off the chessboard. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess. I mean, it wasn't like the best setting to do it, but it was, it was just, we were just sitting in a house, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, there's only, I guess, a couple of ways people socially do drugs with each other. And when you take out the element of like, we're getting this high so we can have disgusting sex with each other. Yeah. You, you, it really opens it up to a lot of other kinds of possibilities. <laughs> I feel like that's the main application I think of when I think of like heavy drug use. Not like, that's why I think I don't I don't do it. You know. Yeah. But maybe I should like be more open to what it's for instead of being like, well, I'm not trying to have weird sex with anybody. Why? Why would I do? Why would I do that? You know. I kind of wonder, like, uh, what, what having sex on ketamine would be like. Just yeah, like, sure. Uh, I imagine uh, deeply unpleasant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Couldn't even tell you. Um, anyway, I've only done it a few times. That was a while ago. I, uh, I've been doing this joke. I've been doing stand-up again recently. That's cool. And uh, I was thinking about this thing, like, uh, like uh, I um, 
you know. Been doing comedy a little bit more, but I feel like I haven't been doing it long enough to really call myself a comedian, you know? Like, assume that identity. Well, don't you have to do 10,000 hours? <laughs> yeah. And then you're a comedian. But uh, then I, uh, I, I said, you know, I don't feel comfortable calling myself a comedian and people calling me a comedian. Like, it's like uh, this one time I overheard one of my friends tell someone else that I do ketamine. And I said, no, I don't tell people I do ketamine. I don't do ketamine. I said, uh, what about that time you said you did ketamine? I was like, all right, I, I've done ketamine, yeah, but I don't do ketamine. That is very different. Like, I'm just like a ketamine fiend. Chop off his head and mail it to them in a garbage bag!